0: Welcome to You Don't Even Like This Band, a podcast about bands you probably don't even like. We hope you
1: don't know this one. With your hosts, Adam Todd Brown, Andy Cell, and Travis Clark.
2: We should probably start this again. Hey, everybody, welcome to Podcast Supernova. I'm Adam Todd Brown. I'm Travis fucking Clark. And I'm butt crack God (laughs) damn it. No. (laughs) We worked
1: so hard. I'm not going to let Andy. Andy has turned the tables on us. I'm not going to let.
2: We've had so many bits we wouldn't let go (laughs) at his expense.
1: That is true.
2: And now we get an entire butt crack Andy episode.
1: (laughs) Butt crack in the morning.
2: Listen to the outtakes, everybody. <sighs> You'll understand. Hey, welcome back. It's huh. been a while since we recorded. Yeah. It is. I've missed you. I've missed you all. It's been it's been chaos One for week. me. I've had oh. so much shit going on. Same. It's just yeah, hard to get everyone in the room. Yeah. And then the conspiracy theories start flying. Wait, are there theories? People, theories. Are, people are like, "What happened to Travis and Andy?" Oh. And I'm like, "I don't know." Oh yeah. Oh. You wouldn't. Know. Maybe they died. Mm. But they didn't. They're back. We're all back. Are
1: you sure?
2: I'm not sure. Maybe we're all dead. I'm not sure. That would be pretty cool. And we built this podcast
0: as a way to all come together. We died at separate times. It's the ending of Lost. It's a podcast.
2: We built this podcast. (laughs) We built this podcast (laughs) on track (laughs) But Crack Andy. I like that we had. That we, we, we had, had it, we we were at the same time. At the same time. That yeah. was in Incredible.
1: unison. It was in stereo. Well, for, for when
2: you have as much rhythm as Andy and I Sure, do. sure. Yeah. And yeah. You, you just know the natural. When
1: you're as plugged in to the collective human spirit Amen. as we are. Amen. High five. That's the first That's time he good. actually did it. Yeah. That one said well, he resists them.
2: It sounded good. Andy's yeah. in good spirits today. I like it the truth we all seem to be in good spirits i don't know why i feel like i have
1: no fucking reason to be yeah i
2: feel like in real life none of us are in great spirits but
1: it feels (laughs) good
2: being here yeah it feels great being here
1: yeah i
0: started off my morning listening to oasis which um is an aggressive way to start your morning this
2: album in particular yeah it's uh you you need to uh, here's the thing Mm -hmm. did you do any coke first Oh no! I yeah, that, well, that's where you—that's where up. I fucked up. Yeah,
1: mm. we're talking about the album B. I took Adderall. Does that count? Does that, that's that's. Did you bring any? No, no, it's <clears> it's <throat> a prescription. It's my medicine. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> I don't do it recreationally. If you could bring some, I don't think it is. Right. Yeah, if you want to just
2: snort it off the fucking bone of a dog. Yeah. What? Huh? Hmm. What? Anyway, we're talking about the <laughs> "Be Here Now" album. <laughs> yeah, the third album from the band Oasis. And uh, it's a it's a controversial album in their in their catalog. There's a lot of thoughts and feelings about it, and uh, we're gonna explore those thoughts and feelings, and the recording and release, and <sighs> sounds like th- a lot of work. Fun stories about Oh, interesting uh, stories. Okay, I'm in. It's an okay. interesting time yep. in this band's history. What were you gonna say, Travis? I was gonna say
0: uh, something about. The uh, we're we're gonna get to it. I don't I don't want to I don't want to spoilers. I
2: don't want to do the spoilers at, up top.
0: Yeah, there's, yeah.
1: There's don't blow there. your water early, no, crack. Crack Andy.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so when we last left off, it was kind of a chaotic time for Oasis. That the, could have been any time we
1: left. I off. mean, yeah, oh yeah. Was there sure. was there ever a non chaotic time? No, absolutely not.
2: Okay, but there was like the MTV unplugged thing, oh, which yeah. was pretty crazy.
1: That's the thing about this whole Oasis saga is that it's like one of those movies where everyone starts out all the performances are up high the, at the beginning so you're like you got nowhere to go. That's yeah. how Oasis began. It's like they start at 11 and you're just like, "We fuck what are you guys doing? There's no it's just going to be this the whole time?" And yeah, it is. But it's not
2: like if you listen to their albums, uh like all of their albums, they're not the same. I'm not talking time. about
1: their album. I'm talking albums. Their personality. Their personalities. Their whole like everything about them. It
2: yeah. It is, and it uh, in this period of time it gets worse <laughs> for a while, but then it gets better. Does it? briefly? It does kind of. I would argue, but the there was the MTV Unplugged performance. They go back to England. They have a, a huge U.S. tour booked, and on the eve of them flying to the united states for that tour liam quits
0: yep that checks
2: that all tracks and instead of canceling the tour the band is like fuck
1: it we'll do it by ourselves uh we'll do it without liam was this on the previous leon or is this this is following the unplugged incident this is following unplugged so after unplugged things just get worse so he just keeps serially quitting the band he does i feel like they just don't have a band anymore and they need to accept that
2: well, at at this point, that's actually a big talking point in the band because there we talked about the Nebworth concerts yeah. on the last episode, and I'll link to a documentary that I don't even think was an official documentary, but there's a documentary about this album, and I think they bring it up in the Supersonic documentary also. But uh, the kind of the consensus in the band after Nebworth was we should probably just quit. Like it's never yeah, it's yeah. not going to get bigger yeah. than than that, and. They don't quit is the Mm -hmm. whole thing, and what the whole Liam pulling out. Do you think in the
1: universe where Oasis quit at this point, things are better (laughs) in the world? Well,
2: I'll tell you this: they if Oasis only had those two albums, they're one of those bands where we'd be like, "What would music be like if Oasis carried on?" Which is almost always better to know. (laughs) Yeah, like my favorite example of that is Aerosmith. There's a really famous story where Aerosmith almost bought the plane that the members of Leonard Skinner died in. What? And they didn't buy it because they saw the crew like passing around a bottle of Jack Daniels before before, before they died. Not after. They weren't trying to no, buy the no. route.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Are the skeletons still on it?
2: No, they were. They were looking for a new plane Got at the it. time. Got and it. That plane was one that they were considering, and they saw the crew like. Like imagine Aerosmith being like those guys are partying too hard. Like this is seventies yeah. Aerosmith, and they're like, no, nope, yeah, get on get, that
0: fucking death
3: trap. Yeah, yeah, we're not
2: buying that plane. And then Leonard Skinner died in it uh, later that year. But the thing is, had Aerosmith bought that plane and died in a plane crash, we would absolutely consider Aerosmith one of the best American rock bands of uh, probably one of the
1: best bands of all time. But, but Warren Sivan would not have written one of my favorite songs, which is. Uh, Play all night long.
0: Okay. But I was going to say, then we wouldn't have Love in a Roller Coaster. And, uh, Elevator. No, no. There's a Love in a Roller Coaster oh, good. ride at Walt Disney World and Disneyland Paris. Oh, yes. Where you get on a fucking roller coaster and you are uh, soothed by the dulcet tones of Aerosmith.
2: And see, that's the thing. Like, Had Aerosmith died at that point, they have uh, four stone classic albums yeah. under right. their belt and then Draw the Line, which is kind of eh. But I can imagine people being like, they were just taking so many drugs, they were pulled out of that. And just imagine what music would be like if Aerosmith lived. And we know, right? We know we we, we have know. the Revolution <laughs> X video game. That's, <laughs> yes,
1: that's that's the key. That's their key contribution.
2: And that's the thing. Had Oasis quit after Nebworth, we'd talk about them the same way. But they did carry on, and it's like. Yeah, they we, were just another band after a while. We were like, man, why did Joe Perry qu- quit Oasis and start the Joe Perry project?" <laughs> <laughs> so they they embark on this tour and here's the thing. W- Liam's complaint about this tour was that they were being overworked. like they had like people were trying to milk. all the fucking money out of what's the story morning glory they could so now they're they've done this like whirlwind tour and now they have another u.s tour booked and he's like no i don't want to do it and he, he didn't do it and then noel decides to do the tour without him and then two thirds of the way through the tour noel's like no i don't want to do this either we're working too much and he fucking leaves with five shows left so they probably should have just canceled that u.s Or at least dialed it back a bit. Right. But they didn't. And Noel comes back to England. This is how, like, I don't think people in the United States really understand what the British press is like. Oh, it's disgusting. It is fucking horrifying. Mm. And, again, I'll link to this documentary. It's got a lot of clips from around this time. When this all happens, when Noel leaves uh the tour and liam is back it's like front page news in england every fucking day it is the most important story at a time when i'm sure there was plenty of like actual stories happening that people could pay attention to right but i mean you'd think
0: but these were tabloid darlings of the time right they were yeah
2: they were the kanye
0: west of the time like any other any small thing they do is going to sell a bunch of
2: newspapers because right spin some weird story out of it And there's this clip in the documentary where, after Noel comes back, there's all these reporters camped outside his mom's house just waiting for her to come out so they can be like, is Oasis breaking up? Like, she's going to have a fucking answer.
1: (laughs) I don't know.
0: (laughs) They certainly are. Fuck Liam. I've wasted a couple of
2: right twats, haven't I? Sorry. I'm breaking up with him as well. Chip chip cereal. Gotta go get a sport of tea.
0: That's the traditional British sign off. And she disappears up a chimney.
2: <laughs> oh, man. Just a spoonful of cocaine makes
0: my boys play the music.
2: <laughs> so, Oasis, one of the things you see throughout their history is they have these crazy fucking blow ups. And then they just, like, hang out for a couple days, and they're like, yeah, whatever, it's fine.
0: Because they're brothers. Yeah, but also I feel like that's just British family dynamics. Yeah, probably a little
2: bit.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, family. (laughs) Christ. let's let's, Fucking love. Let's not unpack that. Let's move on. (laughs) Let's
0: not. Sorry to drop this huge case of emotional baggage in front Uh, of you, but let's not unpack
2: it. So- as the same thing happens here, there's all of this like tension in the media, and it seems like the band's going to break up. And then they just rent a cabin in the woods for a couple days, and all drink beer together, and go, "All right, let's just make another album." That like that's how these huge dramas within the band I, okay, always. This get is centered. starting to
1: check out. Yes, this is starting to make sense to me. Oasis is just the band that everyone who does cocaine. With another person that's doing cocaine talks about starting. It's this is that band. We should we should start a band. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. yeah. Also, we're brothers, and we have a lot of trauma we've never dealt with. Oasis is like every time someone does coke in a room with two other guys also on coke talking about starting a band. Every time that happens, Oasis like one (laughs) of the Gallagher brothers gets an (laughs) erection. Uh.
2: So as luck would have it noel gallagher had already written almost an album's worth of new songs jesus noel uh get ready to say jesus noel again these are (laughs) they're all racial
3: slurs
2: (laughs) (laughs) this is the setting under which he wrote that album He was on holiday with Johnny Depp and Kate Moss at Mick Jagger's Villa in Mustique.
1: Jesus, no. That's when when you've got nothing to say anymore. That is the next line
2: in the notes. It says, Jesus Christ, dude. (laughs) That's
1: straight up like, I don't want to hear any music made by that. No, but it's also,
2: too, like, I'm going to make a Mad Lib of something that just seems like
0: can't possibly happen.
2: (laughs) But I can also, like, I can see it. Like, you've been working this hard uh, promoting the last album. He mentioned that he had writer's block for, like, half the year before this. And then now you're in this, like, fucking villa owned by Mick Jagger. And you're just like. All right, I can relax here. Hanging and, out with yeah. J.D. and K.M., just having a fucking blast. Johnny Depp plays guitar on this album. Does he really? On the song Fade In Out, he plays slide guitar. Slide guitar. Wow. Yeah. J.D. on the fucking
0: slide. Huh? <laughs> sure. <laughs>
2: yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. J.D. on the slide.
0: Yo, you man- know,
1: for butt cracks money, the best uh, guitarist of our time is Johnny Depp. <laughs>
2: It would be so fun to actually have that opinion and mean it and carry it through your life. Every time a guitar player comes up, you're like, bro. You know Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp.
0: Yeah. <laughs> no, Same Johnny Depp you're thinking of. I saw him at the Viper yep. Room in 89. Bro. Bro. You have no idea. Dude. Does he have albums? No. You want to know why River Phoenix died? Because you couldn't believe how good Johnny
3: Depp was. Like <laughs> <could> jar.
2: <laughs>
0: and you won't Johnny.
2: either. <laughs> and You'll listen.
1: die. Johnny, Johnny, play the guitar solo that killed River Phoenix.
2: <laughs> I always call him Rivers Phoenix because of Rivers Cuomo and Rivers Langley. Oh, yeah. Who actually killed Johnny Depp. He <laughs> did. <laughs> I don't know if yeah. people know Johnny Depp's Alabama dead, Hammer but, baby. Yeah. Uh so they decide to record this album at Abbey Road Studios. Sure. Because it's in the neighborhood they live in, basically. They yeah. live
0: in that area?
2: Yeah. I feel yeah. like
0: that's a ritzy area. I don't know, England. Is it a ritzy area? I feel like Abbey Road Studios just seems like it's like expensive.
1: I don't know, but it's well, also like these are, guys oh, They're have, also the, biggest band, yeah, they're the, the biggest, biggest band in the world band in this world. world. Yeah, yeah, it's Famous not team. like they're not, <laughs> not hunters anymore, you know what I mean? Yeah.
2: They're not a bunch of fucking soccer hooligans <laughs> living at mom's house.
0: Boys, I think you should go to Abbey Road. race, racist is breaking up. <laughs> Jesus.
2: Here's a fun detail. Those first sessions at Abbey Road were derailed because a dude recording a flugelhorn album yeah. <laughs> in the studio next to them. Kept knocking on the door and asking them to be quiet. I want more information
1: about this person. Also, where's
2: that Flugel album? That's what I'm saying. I want that album. I want to hear that album. What if it all sounds like Be Here Now?
1: No, what if? All right, just, I got it. Now keep it down. I'm going to record that on flugelhorn. It was actually Chuck Mangione. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I like the idea where he's just like, "Fuck it, I'm just going to record horn parts to these songs." So it's the
1: <laughs> it's the Oasis album in the background
0: with him Honestly, playing flugelhorn. Honestly, they should have
1: done it. that. They should have just brought the flugelhorn in to their studio. You can't bring a flugelhorn
0: in. Like, you, once you do that, you're taking a step. You can't. You can't. It becomes, unring that bell. becomes yeah. all about
2: the flugelhorn
1: yeah. at that point. Yeah. Yeah, I think you guys are afraid, though, of greatness. Like that's could be. You know, I mean, I yeah. I get the flugelhorn's intimidating, and I get that it changes everything.
2: Look, the the important the flugelhorn. Once you play it, they, like things were away. Yeah, and then there's the flugelhorn, and then you play the flugelhorn,
1: and then there's another way yeah. everything. But that's changes. Everything everything that's, that's changes. life, man. No,
0: but there's a reason it's called the you got to flugelhorn because once you catch it, it's real fucking hard to get rid of flugelhorn
1: flu. I don't see what Flugal. you're doing. I'm tr- I'm really really struggling to break this down What I'm and I am saying is
0: is that horn players are fucking parasites.
2: I'm into that. Yeah. You know how like how the flu is a parasite? Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the flu the flu the part of the chimney. That Yes, the, yeah. the flu. That yeah. that the, 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 the Gallagher that Mrs. Gallagher shoots up cuz she
0: has
2: magical abilities fueled by
1: cocaine. Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right, okay, it's starting to make sense to me now. So,
2: they pack up they move to a studio somewhere in the country in England, and then uh, that becomes a problem. What? Because they brought a lot of cocaine with them. I don't. I feel that's implied when it's Oasis is in studio. You know, like <laughs> yeah. That's... Well, that's the whole thing. Around this time, we'll talk about it more in detail later. But they're really getting known as a band that enjoys cocaine. And one thing police love to do is if you're an artist who's very vocal about how much you love drugs, they will meet you when you come to town and see if you have drugs. That is how Juice World, a rapper, Mm -hmm. recently died. Mm -hmm. Because his plane landed, the police met the plane when it landed, and Uh they were like, we bet you got drugs. And he did, and he tried to swallow a bunch of Percocet to hide them from the police. And overdosed on Percocet, as you would expect. Wow. So... I kind of get their trepidation here. I want to say though well, this is 97
0: we're talking about, right? Or is that when the album 96 comes out? 96 96 97ish. And maybe just cuz I've lived a semi-sheltered life, I feel like being into cocaine in the 90s was weird. Well, it was weird. Right? And
1: yeah, kind yeah.
2: And yeah. in the British press it was not taken too kindly at all. They weren't treated as like cool rebel rock stars because they were talking about cocaine all the time people were like why are you talking about cocaine all the time yeah it's very he- irresponsible yeah, do heroin you, you fucking dinosaur <laughs> <laughs> well well, you're
0: living in the past yeah
2: well not just that so like 80s like the uk is way different from the united states That's true in a whole lot of ways in one of Name those one <laughs> well you can maybe get arrested for saying you like cocaine just
0: saying it yeah, wow. so if we were doing this show live in England right now, and you said what you just said, fucking bobbies are in here, and we're in trouble.
2: Not necessarily, but it, it's that's a, why we don't have a, th- a
1: king here <laughs> thing
2: they can prosecute you for. At Jesus. least at the the time, they could. Like if you were high profile enough and were promoting shit like that. So whether it was just paranoia or justified, they decide the police are hanging out around this studio too much. Uh, we need to do cocaine to record this album. Mm. So they head they head back to London. There's and- a lot of evidence here. Do We need to sniff it away. <laughs> <laughs> because they're more comfortable doing cocaine in London, as sure. as you would expect. Mm. So they I've only been
0: to London as a teenager and I did not uh partake in drugs at the time, but uh I could see why
1: someone would want to Oh be man, there. I went yeah. when I was thirteen, I did so much coke. <laughs> yeah. No I didn't know Coke. No. Uh Disappointing. No. No. They did. I saw that they had spaghetti at the McDonald's though, and I was really curious about that.
2: But it's
0: it, that's that's what that's just what they call cocaine
2: <laughs> in England. They just call it spaghetti. McDonald's
0: spaghetti. <laughs> they call it.
2: So they they go back to London. They finish the album, uh, at least all the instrumental parts. But then Liam just out of the blue on this album decides no one else in the studio when I record my vocals, and the band's like, all right, whatever. All right. So he takes a month. Uh, Goes in with an engineer to record his vocals, uh, sends them to Noel, and Noel is like, this is trash. These sound fucking terrible. Uh, We need to try this again. And then they just go re-record the entire album in two days. The whole album? Two days. They record the entire album again, and that's the version that ends up being released. Wow. So they spent months and months and months, and then in two days they crank it out crank i
1: get it <laughs> get it state jason statham i got it no no okay. no no
2: no so this this is the point where oasis and cocaine kind of become synonymous cocasus oh if you will i yeah. like Cocasis. it Coc- Cocasis, yeah yeah and both have fucked up noses we just talked about this a little bit but noel in an interview is asked about cocaine and he says uh Yeah, it's just like drinking a cup of tea in the morning. Mm. And oh, man, does the British press lose their fucking minds. But not just the British press, British... Fuck! (laughs) British politicians, uh, this is a national scandal that that Noel Gallagher says in an interview, taking cocaine is just like drinking a cup of tea in the morning. And this is where, like, they... England had a law on the books... About this exact thing, about being uh, super irresponsible about promoting drugs. Uh. And because Noel Gallagher was in the biggest band in the world, a band that uh, conceivably appealed to some teens and children, there was this huge outcry in England, and Noel Gallagher very nearly gets arrested for saying, cocaine is like drinking a cup of tea in the morning. Also, too, it's nothing like tea.
1: It, it's kind it's of a, like Penny Royal Oh my
2: god.
0: <laughs> I mean it's a stimulant. But I, I'm thinking I'm, maybe I'm doing the wrong tea,
2: guys. <laughs> maybe oh. I'm not doing the right tea. <laughs> but crack andy tea available now online. <laughs> Use code on POPs at checkout, to save fifteen percent off. And all.
1: rail all
0: my butt crack andy tea. <laughs> oh,
2: <this laughs> but crack andy tea.
0: You snort it in lines as thick as the Gallagher Brothers monobrows.
1: I sit and rail all of this cocaine is what I meant to say.
0: Oh, it doesn't rhyme. It doesn't even sound like the song. Explain yourself, Andy. Let's come. I'm let's... worried about your memory.
2: So am I. Honestly, uh, yeah. You know, it's honestly, the first when, sign. When you take. I'm worried about your memories
1: when you take that you'll <laughs> take
2: <laughs> that you'll take with you from doing this podcast, and if I'm going to feel they're guilty all, for it, they're
1: already paralyzing. Are me and Travis um,
2: going to get canceled in the future? For oh Elvis. my god, <laughs> not me, but Syphilis Bear might
1: end up for having, shouting. Yeah. Hey! Andy, Andy. 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 Like why Andy. are you so paranoid? Butt crack, Andy.
2: Butt crack, Andy. Butt crack,
1: See, Andy. now I don't like it anymore. No, I don't like oh, it anymore. We did it. I liked Yay. it for a minute, and then you guys did that, and it ruined it.
2: We took our power back. Yes, we did. Stand Sorry. in your power. Hashtag me too, baby. Well, uh,
1: uh, <laughs> what? What? <laughs>
0: Hashtag we too, as in the two of us. Oh, sure, yeah, sure. We we did That's it. what I meant. Yeah. We did Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: So... Hey, everybody, this is Buttcrack Andy, And it's
0: me,
3: the Nutsack.
0: <laughs> <laughs> crack and Nutsack is a great comedy team. It really Those is. Those guys should have a show. They should. Yeah. They do. It's
2: this episode <laughs> of right. Podcast yeah, Supernova. Yeah. So also around this time, Liam marries actress Patty Kensett. And I i would assume people know who that is, but if
0: you don't, she is the really pretty girl in Lethal Weapon 2. Yep. And she also- Oh, wait, really? Yeah. She's the she's the South South African girl. South African. Yeah, yeah. In
1: uh in So she's a good deal older. Uh than- yeah, probably. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe, not, maybe not a good deal. But probably like 10 years, deal, yeah. like that. They're like yeah. age appropriate. It's not weird. No, it's not yeah. gross. Yeah, I mean, well, it's never gross. Patty Kensett is canceled. <laughs> yeah. She took Actually, advantage she- of young Liam Gallagher. <laughs> Actually, she
0: might have. I mean, yeah, yeah who, who knows? Maybe, yeah. I can't uh. say
1: it's never gross. There was, uh, in my high school in, in Iowa, there was a Spanish teacher that... Named
0: uh, I mean, Patty <laughs> that's,
1: that's <laughs> That slept with a bunch of football players. And, oh. Uh, oh. And it was like... Uh, I wasn't, and it's it was it was in you know it was in the nineties, so it was like what would that make it? You know, the guys were like, ah, what if studs, you know, or whatever. But it's like, no, you were definitely like that's inappropriate, that's abusive. You were raped. Yeah, yeah.
2: We call that rape. Yeah. Anyway, so Patsy Kensit rapes Liam Gallagher. (laughs) Whoa, and then they get married over it. Uh, this real quick, I, I, I I
0: didn't see it in the notes. Patsy tried to be a like pop girl at one point like when she was younger so, yeah she was trying to be a singer and then she settled for being like a model and an actress
2: right yeah and she was good at that too yeah so this marriage is really indicative of how crazy the british press was as it pertained to oasis at the time liam gallagher and patty kensett had to cancel their actual wedding and just like get well married. yeah because
1: she was doing that werewolf cop movie right and, and people, like, it and was the, the talk the of the town was, yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, they had to, they
2: had to cancel their wedding and just sort of like get secretly married in the middle of the night. They got married at seven thirty in the morning, What? which was probably as that's mentioned too, that's too early in the documentary. The only anything. time Liam Gallagher was up that early that entire year. Oh, he didn't go to bed. Like, and that was for sure. Just a carryover. Yeah. Yeah. And there's all these clips in this documentary where the press is camped out outside his house. And at one point, one of them just goes up and hits the intercom and is like, hey, I thought you were getting married today. And he was like, I'm never getting married.
1: Where's the kid with the hammer? I want him back in this story. There are no heroes in this story.
2: Well, like at some point, like I get that Oasis argues in public and they they do drugs, but they don't really deserve the kind of scrutiny they're getting. They don't
1: deserve that. I'm saying that the, the press is awful. These politicians are awful. Oasis is awful fucking everybody's awful It's like of everybody's, La-
2: everybody's awful everybody's awful from the lego movie yeah tegan and sarah joint yeah oh mm-hmm. like the let go of your hope that life gets better
0: everyone is awful See, yeah okay that's what that song's about. What about
1: so
2: the thing about this all this media scrutiny is at least to me i get the impression that it kind of made the band a little tighter like a little because it's like that thing where like if you're a parent to a teen and you're like you can't see that guy your daughter's gonna want to see that guy way more just because you're being that way and with oasis like the entire fucking country is like scrutinizing their every fucking move like your only real move or counter move in that point is to just like fucking tighten up
1: right Yeah, close ranks but also
0: too like there's four people in the band at this point right Maybe five?
1: Five?
0: There's, there's What about
1: the guy who had to drive <laughs>
0: the escape guy? Yeah, they, yeah. Have, a, the they have a lead driver. singer, so there's five. It's yeah. so, okay. So there's five people in the band, which means there's only five people on Earth who know what you're going through. Right. Four other people, including yourself. So you could be like, oh, yeah, I'm also famous. Like, no, you're not going through what I'm going through. Right. So, yeah, you would tighten up with that group.
1: But that's also how, like, Scientology works.
0: <laughs> oh, you have to join Oasis for a while until you get <laughs> no, clear? just the idea yeah. of,
1: like... Of like nobody understands you but us, you know that idea of like, and anyone that's questioning is a, is a suppressive whatever. I think and uh, so,
0: Andy's trying to recruit us for
2: Scientology because that sounds awesome.
0: We He's hold this look, like, it's pretty great.
2: We hold this e-meter, please. It's pretty Sorry, great. Will, Me and Elizabeth Moss, E-Moss. Yeah, she's a Scientologist.
1: This is how this is how I know we're this is how fucked we are. Nobody cares about Scientology anymore. Yeah, <laughs> like nobody gives a shit. I, I, like a few years ago, you were telling Be- people, Be- uh, Beck's a Scientologist, and I was like, oh, I'm done with him. Elizabeth Moss, fine.
2: Beck actually came out recently yeah. and said he's not. Oh, he's, oh, he's not? A scientist? Scientist? Okay. He has yeah. renounced it. God love him. He also just made a Drake album, basically. But oh, I haven't heard the... the it, 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 it's a Drake album. Okay. Yeah. Anyway... Do you know what I mean? I oh, know what
0: you
1: mean. Sorry, what are we talking about? We're we talking about the we're band mate. We're talking mean? about the
0: song, Do You Know What okay. it mean? No, I Mean. No, mate, I wrote that actual song. It's a song called, Do You Know What I Mean. Do you know what I mean?
1: Uh, what are you asking me? Do you know what I mean? Oh, um. One word, One do. more time. Jew. Uh, that didn't sound, that sounded like do. you said something else. Jew. Okay, nope, let's stop that right now.
0: Why? What's your problem? <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah, what's your problem, mate?
1: What are we talking about? Do you know what I mean? Yes, absolutely. Right. You know what I mean. Do you? Do you? Okay. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Right? Is that what I'm supposed to say? In it. In it? Is <laughs> it? In it? You fucking cool? Yeah. You already said. You know
0: what I mean? Totally. Fucking queen. Fucking queen. Yeah. <laughs>
1: oh, oh, fucking man. Yeah. Fucking man, you. All
2: right. We're all friends.
1: Good <laughs> at you,
0: man. Good at you.
2: Anyway, they premiered the single for Do You Know What I Mean? In San Francisco, while they were opening for you too, And while avoiding syphilis bear, because we know that that's where he lives. Right, that's where he that, yeah. uh, was founded. <laughs> this was a very different like any of this. time in music when you could, like, this was 97. Seven, yeah. This was right on the cusp of when you could still keep your new music a secret. True. Because, like, 98, 99, Napster becomes a thing. Metallica rightfully sues Napster. Yeah, I'm still not on their side.
1: Yeah, still not. Yeah.
2: Okay, why did they sue Napster? I'm not getting...
0: In, no, no, I, I, this I, right I agree that you are correct, but I just... The way that they did it is what I don't like about them.
2: I don't mind... All right, maybe this will end up in the outtake sidebar, but they didn't sue Napster because they were losing money. That really? was never the idea. It was never that, oh, these people downloading our music are stealing from us. What they were mad about is... They had been away from music for a long time. They were planning to return to music with this single from the fucking mission impossible, whatever soundtrack. Right. And someone takes an unfinished version of that song, literally pulls it out of the garbage and uploads it to Napster. And they're like, that is not how we wanted to be represented when we made our return to music. Uh, why is Napster allowing shit like this? And that was the crux of their lawsuit. They didn't care that people might download the Black Album for free. It's really just comes down to Lars Ulrich's like way Lars that he presented Ul- it. He's this a rant, La- La- yeah. Lars Ulrich's a cunt, but yeah, that's yeah, why it's hard to be on garbage, their side because yeah. he was
0: the he was the mouthpiece of the band at the time. But they still had a decent point. I I I, I agree with you. I just don't agree with the messenger. Oi oi But
1: crack Andy. But- Cracky Andy, <laughs> <laughs> I had nothing for that. I just I didn't know how to. The way you did that was
2: yeah, I can't be replicated. I can't no. do that again. But it, it it is interesting how Oasis was able to keep all of these songs like a total secret. People mm. were expecting they'd at least like put out singles uh, in advance for the press. They didn't do any of that. God. The first time people heard, do you know what I mean? Was, was at the re- release when? Yeah. Well, no, when I mean, this this thing when right? they opened for you too in San Francisco. I can't
0: remember the last time a band's single was a secret because now nobody even releases full albums. It's like we have a new single out, and like yeah, the album's not coming out for another four months. And then
2: those singles might yeah. not even be on, on the, thing, the album. Right?
0: Yeah.
2: Rihanna's bitch better have my money as an example. Wasn't on anti. Great song though. Anyway. <laughs> So they released the single, like, do you know what I mean, is such a good song. It's really good. It's very long. Yeah, it's too long. Well, that's the whole thing about this entire album. Every song on it is too long. Yeah. But still great songs. Yeah, it's pretty good. I was playing it this morning,
0: listening to it, and uh, my wife, Brandy, who is not really what I would call an Oasis fan or even someone who is super versed in Oasis, she was like, this is a good fucking song. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know
2: what I mean? It's a good fucking song. And it... It's okay.
0: No, it's a
2: fucking yeah. jam. Yeah, it's
0: fine.
1: It's a well, fucking... Well, no, you
2: can't... Like, I get that it's too long, but a lot of songs are too long. Yeah,
1: I, I don't know. I'm just really... This album in general, for me, I'm just like... Cool, I get it. It's so massive though.
2: That's what's surprising about it. That, yeah, yeah, the only problem with this album is that every song is too long.
0: But it but each song, even the acoustic-ish ones, are just thick with sound. They're
2: yeah. just huge cuz they were on a bunch of coke. Well, yeah, okay. But like if the worst result of your on too much coke period is that you made be here now? You make a bunch of great songs too long? It could be so much worse. You're doing all right. Yeah, you're like it's not okay, Lou Gallagher's. Reed's metal machine music or some Ugh, bullshit, or Lou like Reed's that. Lulu with Metallica. Holy! Or Christ. I'm just gonna put it out there: Lou Reed's fucking anything. Yeah, man, I don't understand. Like, god damn it, the dude just talks. <laughs> Wait, no, my man. I don't give a fuck who you're waiting on. Anyway, it's fine. <laughs> fucking boring, motherfucker. I
1: don't know. I like. I just. I, I think that this record
2: is boring. I think. that's Yeah, yes, I, I disagree. Like, I'm
1: just. Mm, we'll I, get to
2: it though. Yeah. But uh, this this single goes straight to number one. Uh, three hundred and seventy thousand copies sold first week. I remember as a person who, as I've mentioned many times, wasn't even fucking with rock music mm-hmm. at this point in my life. I remember hearing this song because I had heard like I would just listen to the radio when I would drive, and I would hear Wonderwall and Champagne Supernova, and I was like, mm. "Those are fine." Those are good songs. Yeah, it's fun. And then I was hanging out with my cousin one day, who was a rock music guy, and the video for Do You Know What I Mean came on, and I was like, I secretly want to hear the next Oasis album. Like That's a really good song. And here's why I think it probably resonated with me like subconsciously a little bit. I was listening to nothing but rap music at the time. Do you know what I mean? Samples straight out of Compton. Does it really Really? sort of sort of what it samples is uh, there is this break the the
1: amen break
2: in a song by the Winstons who who knows sure amen Amen break yeah the song is called amen brother and there is this really famous drum breakdown in that song that NWA sampled for Straight Outta Compton here's the thing I wrote an article at one point about the most famous samples yeah Rap music?
1: I've read that one, yeah.
2: And people were really mad that I didn't put the Amen break on it. But the Amen break aside from Straight Outta Compton is like a dance music break. Is it a go-go break? We will well actually uh let's listen to a little bit of it. What this clip is, uh, is the Amen break going into the drums from Straight Outta Compton. Like so you hear the sample and then you hear what it sounded like on Straight Outta Compton. Here we go. So this is the Amen break. And you're going to hear in a second, it's going to turn into straight out of Compton. Like it's already, this is slower than what the actual Amen break is. And then... That's the first part of turning it into straight out of Compton. There we go. Yeah. Now it's straight out of Compton. And this is what Oasis sampled. Uh. They didn't sample straight out of Compton because straight out of Compton is a sample. Yeah. Of- straight out of Compton with a motherfucking
0: name, Buttcrack
2: Anti. <laughs> straight out of Buttcrack. crazy motherfucker named andy yeah you know how it goes i I love it and this is probably not even probably this is just another example of noel gallagher being influenced by people he respects and or works with Mm -hmm. because right
1: before recording this they had uh he Uh, oh he was he was he recorded an album with uh nwa yes in uh, a summer home owned by uh, the uh, Jimmy the, Jam and the, Terry the, Lewis, the Kennedys.
0: Yes. <laughs> okay. Well, I would
2: say Rick Rubin. I'd put Rick Rubin. In well, there. yeah, right. So the thing about like he had just recorded a song with the Chemical Brothers called yes, oh, dig, yes, out your, yes. "Dig Out Your Hole." Right. Dig out your head. Dig, dig, out your- <laughs> dig out your soul is an Oasis album. Oh, right. But dig he, out your
0: <laughs> hole. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm here with Buttcrack Andy. We're going to be playing Dig Out Your Hole in <laughs> its entirety. He released a-, a Dig he, Your Own Hole. That's the Chemical Brothers thing I'm thinking of.
2: I don't fuck okay. with the Chemical Brothers. Okay. But he recorded uh, he recorded a song with uh, the Chemical Brothers called Setting Sun.
0: Oh, yeah. Setting Sun's an awesome song.
2: And uh, this is a quote from him about uh, Genoa Amane. It's definitely influenced the sonic side of things. When we were laying down this mix, we listened to our drum tracks and then to Setting Sun. When their drums came in, they were twice as loud as ours. So I said, we've got to get ours fucking louder than that. It's all about compressors and EQs, stuff I don't really understand. I just sit in the back drinking, (laughs) pointing, and shouting, it's not loud enough, turn it up. It's not cocaine, don't talk to me about it, That's, that's not my area. So they didn't sample straight out of Compton even though that's famously referenced yeah. in uh David Fricks uh review of the album for Rolling Stone he mentions that.
1: Well, it's like a, it's a context thing. You know, it's like when people say uh I don't know stupid shit people say. It's like on
2: the voice when uh people perform uh hallelujah and it's like Jeff Buckley's Hallelujah. It's, no, that's it's a Leonard, Leonard Cohen, Cohen song. song. Oh. <laughs> right? Ah. Uh, uh. Get the fuck out of Get here! The with
0: fuck drugs. out of here, you fucking idiot! You imbecile! You cretin! You uneducated piece of garbage! Where were we?
1: What? I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know. I I was too turned on. Hey, Travis. Just, just yes, sir.
2: Be here now. I'm trying. I'm trying. I really am. Isn't that a quote? That is a quote. This uh this is the album where they really lean in to being the Beatles. Uh, Be Here Now is a quote from John Lennon's bitch ass about <laughs> Buddhism. Oh, the Buddhism's
0: Ocean all about
2: be, be here now, Ocean man. Oh, should be here
0: now. Why does that Ooh. young gentleman have a gun? Shut the fuck up,
3: Yoko! Crack, crack, crack. He
1: wasn't <laughs> abusive to Yoko. He was abusive to his previous Oh, life. wasn't
2: he? Are you sure he wasn't?
1: No. I mean, yeah. I mean, like, that's the whole thing, right? Is that, like, he was abusive to his first uh, wife. Do
0: we think Yoko Ono killed John Lynch? <laughs> yes. And then he went
1: with Yoko, and, like, he did this whole thing where he learned how to be a better person. and
0: no, no, that's George I mean, Harrison. He
1: still sucks, but...
0: Didn't George Harrison learn to be a better person?
2: No. He, you mean he learned to be a better person while he was ignoring the kid yeah, that he see, had that's, with I mean, his that's previous wife? That's
1: the shitty, thing. Yeah. That's yeah. The shitty yeah. thing he was still doing, was ignoring his his first kid. I mean,
2: so it's our... Argu- so he but, wasn't becoming a better person. I mean,
1: look... I- I mean, he was John- just
2: into his current girlfriend. In John Lennon's defense, which is not something I say often,
0: I often forget about Julian Lennon.
1: Yeah. I yeah. rarely good, remember him. I mean, good yeah. point, yeah. yeah.
2: He's got some bangers, though.
0: (laughs) Does he have more than one song? Two. Julian Lennon
2: has two songs? I mean, he's got a whole album, but he had two singles, and they were both all right. All right. So the album, Be Here Now, released August 21st. 696,000 copies sold in the first four days in the UK. That's nutty numbers. Fastest-selling UK record ever at the time, eclipsing the previous record set by... What's the story, Morning Glory? Oh, they broke their own record. So they were huge at this time. So huge.
1: Wow. Yeah, okay. Uh, I guess I just didn't realize it at the time. Like I was I, just checked out from the whole... I was looking
0: this up, not because I, I doubted anything in the notes, but because I just wanted more information because it, it just seems so huge. They've sold 75 million records worldwide. That number blew my mind. Like I was like I knew they were popular. I didn't think they were 75 million records
1: worldwide popular. That's a lot.
2: Well, what's so interesting about this album is from like if you read like US journalists take on it. Like there's literally an article out there that calls this the end of Oasis or the beginning of the end of Oasis. Oasis was selling out Wembley Stadium deep into the 2000s. Like the United States kind of like assumed yeah, Oasis stopped making music, but right. Oasis was huge yeah. in England and kind of worldwide just not like they were at one point kind of like the soccer of bands where we didn't care anymore. <laughs> huge, but everyone, everyone I, but Americans. Yeah, That's everyone great. else yeah. was like, "Holy shit, Oasis is coming to town.
0: Take the day off. I better paint my face a funny color and make racist statements." Are you Eric Clapton? That yeah,
2: was... like soccer fans. Oh, okay. Oh, no. fuck those motherfuckers.
1: Um, I don't know. Maybe John Lennon was abusive towards Yoko. I, I just I don't. How'd you go back to that? I don't give a shit about John. I just Lennon. don't like saying things and then and then being like, well, I'm probably wrong. I could be wrong. I'm wrong about a lot of things.
2: I mean, look into the Lost Weekend. Even if he wasn't punching her, he wasn't being great. Like you know oh. when he when he took like a couple years off to fuck their maid
1: oh shit yeah see this is the thing is like i don't i have no authority to be speaking about anything Yeah, 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 yeah.
2: <laughs> anyway the cover for this album
0: this is amazing
2: there's a rolls royce in the swimming pool and at this point in history you could have just photoshopped a rolls royce into that swimming pool easily but they were like no we're doing cocaine we're on coke put a rolls royce in that fucking swimming pool
0: it's and, like they leaned into the Beatles, but also the Who. Like they wanted to do like yeah. all
2: of that crazy shit. Yeah, and I think that was the only message they were trying to send with that album cover was "We're crazy rock We can, rock band, we can afford
1: to do this. Yeah,
2: fucking Rolls Royce in the swimming pool like the Who, baby." Sure. But because there's a there's a scooter on the cover, and it's got a license plate on the side, and that license plate is the license plate from a car that's on the abbey road album you gotta be kidding me and so because of that people were like "Ooh, what are the clues in the be here now cover
1: liam's dead yeah and
2: all (laughs) the clues just point to them doing a bunch of cocaine and coming out like they're not
1: clues so much as
2: they are residue yeah
0: (laughs) so is that a coincidence or did they do that on purpose
2: The license plate
0: thing? That was on purpose. Okay.
1: Hey, hey, Liam, rub this license plate on your gums. (sighs) (laughs) Uh, Stand By
2: Me is the next single they release. Fucking banger. That's that's a good song. song? Yeah,
1: yeah, I really like that song. If
2: you see them in concert, whether you realize it or not, you're going to have the most fun when they play Stand By Me. It's a great song. The crowd goes nuts. It's a beautiful song. But even then, that song is too long.
1: Uh, yeah, it is.
2: <laughs> that and that's the but that's the thing. Like these songs are too long, but they're all
0: good. But they're jams. You were saying that earlier. It's their jam. Yeah. It's their jam band record. Like, do you know what I mean? Goes on forever. It Feels like because they keep repeating. Repeating. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But it's like yeah, they're they're in the moment. You know, with, right. call it cocaine or whatever. They're they're in the pocket and just having a blast with that song. Yeah, I think it's what they're doing with all these songs.
2: Yeah, and I mean there's obviously some drug influence to it, but these are good songs. Like the and these are some of their most like career defining songs in some cases. Like especially Stand By Me All Around the World, which is the longest song yeah. to ever reach number one in UK history. It's huh. nine minutes huh. long. You still
0: s- hit number one? You said something earlier about like if you ever see them live. Wasn't there recent talk of them possibly getting back together?
2: I think so. And then they, like, quickly fought each other. uh. I hope they do. Like, I've seen them three times live, and I've seen Noel and Liam both solo. So if they don't, at least I got mine, baby. Damn. I never (laughs) saw them. I never saw them. Uh, Yeah, Noel wrote the song Stand By Me while he had food poisoning, and that's why the first line is made a meal and threw it up on Sunday because he uh, made a meal, and it made him sick, and he threw up on Sunday and then wrote Stand By Me. Wow.
1: It seems like you don't want to eat a lot when you're on Coke. So, Right. Was it food poisoning or, or was it Coke poisoning? Mm. Yeah.
0: Conspiracy theory. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs>
1: uh
2: they break out into a, a a few uh silly feuds around this time. No. Oh,
0: hold on. Are what? we talking that about a I don't I, that,
2: that doesn't don't check out it. with who I know these 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 caring loving brothers to be. Uh one of them like I can see Liam Gallagher's point in this one because george harrison at this point of the the beatles of the beatles uh goes on record with his opinion of liam gallagher which to me feels very out of character for george harrison i would agree because he obviously knows how much this band fucking
1: loves the beatles
2: and he still like goes in. A little, little he does bit, like
1: a Wayne Coyne kind of yeah, thing yeah. Here. yeah but it's, it's not it's very it's shitty. not very Krishna it's or not not very, like yeah,
2: like fuck Ryan Adams now because he's probably a pedophile. But back when we didn't know that, there was this incident where he played a show in Minneapolis, and oh, clearly, uh, yeah, yeah. clearly his hero in life is Paul Westerberg from sure. The Replacements, right? And Paul Westerberg goes in Minneapolis newspapers and is like, Ryan Adams should be kicked in the teeth. It's like really. Like, you can't just say no comment or he's not for me.
1: Yeah. Like, but maybe he, you know.
2: No, it's pay attention to me. I did this first. And so here's George Harrison talking about Liam Gallagher.
3: All right. And finally, Oasis lead singer Liam Gallagher has been greatly criticized by one of his biggest heroes, former Beatle George Harrison. Oasis have always made it well known what massive Beatles fans they are. But as far as George is concerned, the band would be better off without their lead singer he's like a bit out of date you know I mean he's a bit of a it's just it's just silly it's silly I feel a bit sorry for him really because I think he's totally missed the bus and I think it was proven when you see the band without him singing you know they're more in tune and they they can you know I mean he's just excess baggage I think and all he does is you know make people think what a bunch of prannies they are here's the thing
1: He's not wrong. He's He's one hundred percent correct. Because he's the thing not one
2: I'm no, he's yeah, not one hundred percent correct because the notion that Oasis would make better music without Liam Gallagher's voice is fucking dumb. It also Like Noel is, Gallagher's a good singer, but he's not Liam, Liam. Gallagher.
1: Okay, well, that stuff aside. Oh, the music? What I think he's actually talking about is Liam Gallagher's behavior. And Liam Gallagher You Gallagher's don't get to be George rock
0: star. fucking Harrison and say shit like that. Yeah,
1: you do. No. Because yes you do. Yes you absolutely do. Because the thing is is George Harrison at when the Beatles, then they broke up. He did his whole thing. He learned, you know, he grew as a person. No, he didn't. Yes, he did. No, yes, he if he grew as did. a person,
0: he, he would. if you're a truly evolved person and somebody asks your opinion of somebody who is doing the same thing that you did when you were younger, you'd be like, yeah, I remember being there. I don't really care.
1: But th- th- what his point is, what he's saying is it's out of date. It's it's a thing that people used to do. At this that point, George Harrison over, is out of date. That we who should cares what in 1997,
0: George? harrison thinks about anything i don't know i mean i get i
1: care <laughs> <laughs> but also why single out liam because liam's the one creating problems. Liam's the one going to their fucking unplugged performance noel gallagher is the one who, who went,
2: went in front of the media and was like cocaine's like taking tea uh, in the morning yeah. and that is irresponsible as fuck to say
1: yeah it noel is. gallagher's
2: also the one who bailed on two different tours at various points like noel gallagher wasn't much better and like it just feels petty for george harrison like i expect of all people like i could see paul mccartney saying this shit but he didn't like george harrison is the fucking buddhist who's supposed to be above shit like this and he's like you mm, fucking liam gallagher it's like just don't say anything. Yeah, it's also too like uh, remember the the side you
0: picked in the in the John Paul feud, George. Remember that you went yeah. with John, and we know a lot more about John than we know now. No, now yeah. we know more than like John was the Liam Gallagher of the time, right? So I don't think you get to throw stones at Liam.
2: Yeah, it just it feels petty and mean because especially knowing this is someone who looks, looks up, up to, to you the way they do. Like I personally. Like, if some fucking podcaster was like, oh, man, I fucking love Adam Todd Brown, and I didn't like their podcast, which I wouldn't, I still wouldn't go in front of fucking people and be like,
1: fuck that kid. He should be kicked in the teeth. Yeah, but I'm not seeing it like that. I'm seeing it like – I guess I'm not seeing it in those terms. Like, that part of it is gross, and I don't – but I also – to me, it feels like he's doing the, like – you know the thing that every fucking old guy does—they <laughs> look at why are you looking at young me? Young people being pieces of shit, and they're like, eh, "Fuck this young guy being a piece of shit." Like I think that's what it is more than anything else. I think if anything, he's still—you're like, right—it sucks.
0: I think he just should—if he was going to say anything, be like, "Yeah, I remember when we went through it. It's, it's a ride. Hope he has fun." Like, yeah, yeah.
1: Get, shut up. Okay, again, no heroes in yeah. this story. Even George Harrison, not a good guy.
2: Here's Liam's response.
3: Oh boy.
0: <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm going to change sides real quick. Yeah,
3: you are. still George Addison as a songwriter in the Beatles, but as a person, I think he's nipple.
2: <laughs> he called him a fucking nipple.
3: <laughs> if you ever the meet him, they'll tell him. And if you're watching it, nipple. He <laughs> didn't even know he does he? so what's he on about? You know what I mean? It goes to show that all the time in the Beatles and all that stuff that he's still stupid. He's a silly one because he reads the press. How do you know I'm silly? I've got four GCSEs, mate, I'm not silly. But silly All these there, old yeah. farts, right, like, get out of the day centre, <laughs> right, yeah. yeah Give me the money, and Like, a microphone comes in, fat, you know, you've got a problem with a kid, right, yeah. Pro- problem? Yeah. <laughs> a problem with a kid, right, or Oasis, right, yeah. Obviously, right, yeah, and I ignore all that fact, right, here, yeah, because I dig all the music, I think I'm a personal human beings, right, yeah, but, I, I, but, I, at the end of the day, no, do you shut up a minute, right, <laughs> songwriter? Yeah. At the end of the day, right, obviously, I almost want a scrap, right, and I, I will offer them all right out here on radio, right, here, yeah, right, yeah? So <laughs> i fight, right, Primrose Hill, Saturday morning, 12 o'clock, <laughs> I will beat the <laughs> fucking living daylight shit out of them, right, yeah. I'll still give a mistake, fight at the end of it, right? So 20, that 20 goes Yes, we have that to goes, America. Goes, that <laughs> goes
2: for he threatened to beat up George Harrison. And George Harrison had been stabbed at his own home at this point. Yeah, and had to be <laughs> saved by his wife because he was only shouting Hari Krishna the whole time. <laughs> oh Absolutely God. true detail of that story. Wow. So, uh, Liam Gallagher would have beat the dog shit out of George Harrison.
0: I gotta say, I was going so, fish I was going so hard in the gym, like, fuck George Harrison camp. And I'm like, nah, fuck Liam. Yeah, fuck Liam, dude. A, that <laughs> <guy's a tool. laughs> like, that's a It's funny, though. <laughs> like, it's funny, but it's so. I love that like, these are two grown men upset about being called silly.
2: That's like, what the
1: whole yeah, thing yeah, was yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But
2: George, that's the thing. George Harrison said his shit unprovoked. He didn't have any like you're George Harrison, you have no reason to shit on Liam Gallagher other than oh, the press is asking me. Like just don't say anything. Like what do you expect Liam Gallagher is going to say other than let's fucking fight? He's yes. Liam Gallagher. He's got head trauma. He's
1: a very <laughs> violent man. <laughs> he's been hit by
0: a hammer, and now he wants to hit
1: a beetle. We're yeah. lucky he's uh, not out murdering Maxwell people. silver Silverhammer, baby. Oh, my God. That's Maybe, why
0: George Harrison did it. That's why he got hit in the head with a hammer. That's how much of a Beatles fan he was. He's like, <laughs> hit me? The fucking hammer. I need to get the music inside me. Wow. You
1: got the music in, in you. you.
2: What a banger that was.
1: That was... Uh, You only get what you give by the New Radicals. (laughs) Buck crack in the morning. It's a nut sack. (laughs) That would be five nut sacks on my scale.
2: (laughs) So there's another uh, feud around this time between Oasis and the Spice Girls. Sure, of course. And this one's a little more unfortunate because it stems from Liam saying he's not going to attend the 97 Brit Awards because he's worried, uh, quote, he might end up Chinning one of the Spice Girls, which I'm assuming is British slang for punching a
1: broad in the face. Oh, that is
2: not what I
0: thought it meant. I thought he meant like coming on her face. No, No. because both both can are not if if we're unwanted, not good. But uh,
2: well, because at the like in response to this sporty Spice of all people. Oh, sure. Which actually seems like the obvious choice. Calls Liam Gallagher out on stage at the Brit Awards and is like, If you want to fucking fight, mate. It's me, Sporty Spice. <laughs> fucking bring you it you a on, a fucking, fucking Sporty fight. Spice.
0: I'll fight you, and your whole fucking family. Fucking put this Adidas up your ass. Bring your mother up here. Kick her up a chimney.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and Liam I'll Gallagher. Chin her up a chimney. Liam Gallagher declines to uh, fight a Spice Girl on stage at the Brit Awards. He was too busy threatening an elderly beetle <laughs> to
0: be fighting a girl. Jesus Christ. Jesus, man. And then Noel Gallagher
2: joins the fray.
3: I, I like them as characters. Mm. I think it was Sporty Spice. It's got a fucking good voice, man, i tell you. The mm. white chick. Whoa. Uh, but Jesus. I, I'm, I'm not in all this. There's show. a burn coming yeah, at the end of this. They're a big money making corporate machine, aren't they? Mm. You know, advertising crisps and cans of Coke and all that nonsense. 20. They've got a single out now that you can only buy if you buy 20 cans of Pepsi. The fuck's all that about? Oh, what? You know what I mean? Yeah. Not that. But no, good luck to them, you know, the young girls, or are they as young as they say? That's what I want to know. I'll tell you this, right? If Jerry Spice is 24, then she's going to look fucking rough when she's 30.
0: Whoa! <laughs> and he was right! <laughs> he was! <laughs>
2: Jesus! So, Christ. that was a whole feud that was happening around then, this time also. <laughs> was the, she's going to look rough when she's 30. Was
0: the next thing that played just another video, or was that like such an epic burn that someone <laughs> had to turn on a massive guitar? Someone in the background was like, holy <laughs> shit. War, war, war. My oh, my God, A Liam Gallagher burn. Or was that Noel? That was and Noel.
2: the thing is, he's got a point about what the Spice Girls were, and it's the same point I always love to make to people who romanticize the sex pistols too much the sex pistols were the spice I mean, they were a boy band yeah Yeah. they were absolutely like they were absolutely the same thing as the spice girls they just made slightly different music yeah I, (laughs) i think drastically i don't
1: know slightly
2: was it it was pop music with fucking loud guitars
1: uh i mean he's got a point about you know the the advertising the corporate machine part of it true but like I, I like them as characters. Dog, you're a character. Stop. Stop. Hard stop. But he, is he
2: a character if he's like that all nah. the fucking time? He, yeah, but that's, I mean, that's sadder.
0: <laughs> but maybe. at least, I would at least say he's at least being authentic. He doesn't like go like, oh, I got to be this guy. He's going to be that guy whether he was a famous musician or a guy just thumping people for purses. Like, that's who the Gallaghers are. Whereas, Sporty mm, Spice, I don't know. And, I Scary mean, Spice, and all of those spices are like this is the version of the person that you are when people see.
1: You. Yeah, but to me that's more interesting cuz it's like uh, th- this is an actual performance aspect thing they can then go back to being real people whereas Nolan Liam are trapped in this like mm. this like what they think is cool with their dumb with his fucking dumb sunglasses. Is Is that why Putting a a Rolls Royce in a fucking swimming pool Eat shit Is that that why Liam and Noel
2: are doing solo albums And the Spice Girls have reunited in 2019 Like they're the ones who are trapped Yeah. Like what the fuck can they do Outside the Spice Girls Except host goddamn reality talent shows Yeah. Like no one's fucking with a Mel B album in 2019 But Liam Gallagher and Noel Gallagher Are doing great as solo artists That's true.
0: Yeah, but I feel like... But I feel like Andy's
2: main criticism is that they're a
0: bit outdated.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So that was a feud that was happening at the time. And what's interesting about Be Here Now is when it came out, the consensus was generally, this is a great album. Really? Uh, Q Magazine gave it five stars, which they almost never do. True. Uh, NME gave it four stars. David Frick in Rolling Stone gave it 4 stars. Like it was it sold great. Uh the reviews were great and I feel like what happened is as people started hating Oasis more as people yeah they started finding things to hate about Be Here Now and they just focused on Too Long. <laughs> and now like we're supposed to accept that it was a bad album but
1: it's not nah. it's not bad. I wouldn't I wouldn't say it's a I, I will say this
0: is something I think is interesting about it, is that for something that was made as an homage to the rock excess that predated them, it's actually an album that was ahead of its time.
2: Right. And it the the, the thing about Oasis, they're in this weird moment in music where grunge is essentially over. Over, yeah. But new metal is just... Rearing its head, and the like, the pop punk bullshit. Oh yeah, uh, is just kind of starting. Where everyone's like, we just need three chords and some eyeliner and like Oasis
0: is uh,
1: this is pre-eyeliner by a while No yes. no no no
0: Billy yes. Joe Armstrong had eyeliner in 94 when they were on the cover uh, yeah, yeah yeah
1: you're yeah. right So but it didn't become like a part of the thing like it was just him doing that I was just And like eyeliner, Davey man. from AFI I guess
2: But like they were also making mostly bullshit music that a bunch of people were like oh that's what music is three fucking Like, get me three fucking people who can barely play their instruments and cry about their problems a lot. That's music. And I feel like, oh, that's where the Oasis backlash kind of starts, where people are like, oh, that's stadium rock. But no, it's not. Like, Oasis, to me, has more to do with punk than Nirvana. Like, Nirvana, let's just be honest, Nirvana and Oasis are the same band. No, I... I, (laughs) Why? Because they both... How are they not? I can see Adam's point because
0: it's it's a it's the a, burden is not on me.
2: <laughs> to, well, let to, me let me just, tell you this: yeah. Are they not two bands who borrowed very liberally from every fucking influence they ever had, and a band that repeatedly was on the verge of splitting up for good
1: every album? Yeah, they have similarities. I'm not gonna a
2: band where they constantly. Like, are I'm getting... not saying their music sounds exactly the same, but their aesthetic isn't that. Different. Like Oasis. Yeah. No. Okay. Like think of all the controversy around Courtney Love and Kurt Cobain doing heroin well, in the, the US. The media, the media. media,
1: especially the media attention on Nirvana and the media attention on Oasis and how that made it worse. But there are also two bands
2: who, I'm sorry for lack of a better term, stole a bunch of songs from the past and acted like it was new and refreshing. But like that's such a common critique of oasis is that so like step out is a stevie wonder song like they like so yeah. many of their songs like uh cigarettes and alcohol is uh bang a gong by t-rex oh fuck uh but also cream by prince is bang a gong by t-rex like these things happen yeah it's all over music but with oasis and nirvana both when you really dig into it it's way more prevalent with both of them yeah like they were i get that they were like
1: influenced but i guess i just like nirvana better so i'm you know i anytime it's like i mean i like i, I get my i get my up a little bit you know because like it's,
2: or that's the thing nirvana and oasis are two of my favorite bands but at some point you 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 just got to be honest with yourself about yeah what your favorite bands are i think really <laughs> sometimes there's bands yeah. that made other people's music sound sure. better
0: no yeah. it, we're all oh man now i'm bummed Mm. <laughs> now we're all sad uh, no there's no original i'm not sad that's not
1: true andy i've i you. mean okay <laughs> i'm sad all the okay, time okay why aren't you sad it's my I'm meatballs. sad hold on well because your sadness makes me happy that oh, oh that makes like a, sense it's an
2: inverse weird situation. that actually tracks yeah
3: yeah
1: uh, I'm sad all the time. It's just I'm not this particular thing doesn't do anything to make me sadder uh, than I already am. You just
0: think about there's no original thought in anything. Like that there's just like.
1: always like I have a line that's just sad and like mm. it takes something that's not this Oh my god. It's actually the from the Billy Preston song Will It Go Round in Circles. That's uh it's that line. That's very specific. Um actually I don't know if there's even bass in that song. I also kind I right? feel
2: like this might be the Oasis album where they uh Borrow from people the least. So this is the most oasis. Maybe. And the least Beatles. Probably.
1: It is an oasis of creativity in a desert that was oasis. <laughs> Wrap your mind around that, fucker. Yeah. Wow. wow. That's like a riddle. That's a
2: whole lot to think about.
1: Yeah, because I'm here now. I
2: don't want to do it.
1: What do you mean? I don't huh? know.
2: Like the John Lennon quote? Oh, the John Lennon
0: quote. Yeah.
1: Buddhism, Right dude. before he got shot. Hell yeah.
0: And he's like, I'm going to be here now. And the guy's, Mark David Chapman's like,
2: I'll be there too. <laughs> yeah, he's like... <laughs> I'll be there. Duly noted. <laughs> so, oh, gosh. yeah, I don't know. I just, I, I feel
1: like, <laughs> hello, hello, <laughs> ambulance, be here now. <laughs> That's
2: really funny. I just, I feel like history has been a little harsh on this
1: album. And history is harsh on everything. It man. reminds
2: me a little bit of Weezer's Pinkerton album, which Rolling Stone, when it came out, called Pinkerton the worst album of the year. Wow and it's now on their list of the 500 greatest albums of all time because it is uh, I'll split the difference on that one. Mm, Pinkerton's pretty fucking good. Pinkerton's a half of a good record. Half of
0: that Like album,
1: every I, Weezer record. That's true. It's half good. Now,
2: see, I think their first two records are good and then every other Weezer album is like uh, three singles and decliningly filler. unlistenable. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, I I my Pinkerton opinion is every time I try and dig into Pinkerton I, I go like I'm going to listen to this song skip 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 this song skip skip skip, skip. Mm. this song I can't get all the way through it Wrong. I've had that record since it came out I've never gotten all the way through it This is going to be
2: second. the episode where we break up I think yeah this <laughs> We're is We're going to fight the British I'm mad press about Nirvana You're the British press is going to be Weezer. at the door I'm not mad about Weezer. That's just my opinion of No, he's mad about Weezer. They're going to show up at my mom's house asking if the podcast is going to (laughs) end.
1: I talked shit about Queens of the Stone Age earlier, not meaning to talk shit about Queens of the Stone Age because I meant Eagles of Death Metal. Yeah. Yeah, So now you hate me, too. uh, But not for that. Is someone gonna drive? Can I? Is there a getaway driver that
2: I can <laughs> just hop out the window and into the car
0: yes, window? So. I'm
1: gonna smack you in the head with a hammer and then jump out yeah, the yeah. window.
0: And then you're gonna get hugged by a syphilis bear. A syphilis bear, bear a, a syphilis bear. A syphilis bear. A walking around. A oh, without a care. Hey Andy, just give me one little hug. No, that's all it takes. Don't to pass say on the my bug, bug, bug
1: thing. That's not. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want him to call it? Don't not that. It's, what do
0: you want me to call it, Andy? It's what am bug. I supposed? To, it's a bug. It's just you know. It's curable.
1: It's curable. <laughs> <laughs> it's curable. Wow, he's got you there. I, he does. Is it? Yes. Okay. Good.
0: Syphilis. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, it's, it's good. totally curable.
1: <laughs> I'm not. I don't keep it's not up AIDS. with science. Yeah. It's not. Look, you get. Syphil- not try it sometimes. Well, this is why the the, bu- the calling it the bug is problematic because that was slang for a long time. For any disease. Yeah, but I mean specifically it was for HIV for a while. Syphilis predates HIV. I know, but when there was a time when if you Are you saying mind. that HIV borrowed a lot from syphilis? <laughs> I'm saying I'm saying <laughs> HIV HIV's third record is basically all syphilis. (laughs) HIV and
2: syphilis are the same band. (laughs) Oh, my God. They're the same band. I don't think so. I don't think so. I
0: think HIV got really innovative. Here we
1: go again. Look, one was big in the Reagan era, and the other one just wasn't talked about in the Reagan era. But it was still making uh, hits. I do feel like Oasis as their- What syphilis was referencing is older than what- HIV was referencing
2: I do feel like as we got into the late 90s and 2000s Oasis definitely made more interesting music than Nirvana that's true because but yeah, Nirvana
3: wasn't making any music no, there right. it is uh, <laughs> I would say Kurt
2: Cobain was dead Travis was he Oasis is the this is what we okay, this question. is all coming
1: full circle now because Oasis is the what if Nirvana was still around
2: and it's
0: not bad yeah, they just made really loud records that not yeah. as many people in America listen to.
2: Oasis made a lot of really good albums after Be Here Now. Uh Dig Out Your Soul is great. Uh Don't Believe the Truth is really great. Uh I, I the only I, I like most of Oasis's albums. Okay. There's like one or two.
1: Look, I don't I don't really have a, an emotional investment in it one way or the other. I That's not what your actions are saying. I know. Yeah. I know. I know this is the thing I'm trying to work out. I'm trying to solve this problem I have of of like of of having a lot of a lot of steam up front but no real heat inside. You know what I'm saying? Like it's I do. It's like a tea kettle full of nothing. Sure. So, that's our episode. I don't think <sighs> history. <laughs> that was the fourth episode of <laughs> You okay? podcast supernova fourth episode of poof. that's on my sound that's on my soundboard i don't think we or history I've been the butt crack
2: we or history will ever agree on the album be here now but i i stand by it i think i like it i liked it it's, I think yeah it's, it's fine <laughs> <laughs> it's uh it's it just represents the point in oasis history where they were just the most publicly obnoxious I'll say it's the
0: rock and roll excess that I think we all hoped that follow up Guns N' Roses record would be. You know, like you're putting all of this effort and you have all of this money and ability and popularity behind you to make whatever you want, and it's actually a fun album. Whereas Chinese democracy is like, now you guys
1: could I could do a whole I could write a poem about my reaction to Chinese democracy. Yeah, I think you
0: probably have. I don't think you have terrible album. Yeah. It's god,
1: it's so bad. And the thing is, is I wasn't even like excited by the time it came out. Because no one was. was. Just like, it was like I've gone through that. Like I've, I've. It's like, <laughs> it's like if a loved one disappears. <laughs> oh my god! For like years, and oh you declare them god. dead. You have them declare dead. And, and then, then they you, show up with a shitty with album in their pocket, and when you I, raise a kid with someone else. Do, if I for like, no, what you're saying is twelve years, and then they show up, and they're still alive, and you're like, ah, oh, this would have been so much simpler if you were actually dead. Chinese <laughs> democracy
0: is Tom Hanks and Castaway,
1: <laughs> and we as people are Helen Hunt.
3: Yes,
1: yes, just like you should have stayed on that fucking island, dude. We've all moved on. <laughs> yeah,
2: that's you are a, done. That's the thing with Oasis too. Like they haven't been a band for 10 years now and we're like oh come back and like what if they do and it just sucks uh, and like oh you should have stayed you stayed on the island like <laughs> like I wanted the stay on the island with drive shaft
1: you know what I'm saying uh-huh. ah,
2: that's a lost reference everybody I wanted the replacements. reference I wanted the replacements to reunite forever and they finally did and I'm like I don't know uh, if I still care about seeing the replacements they're like all 70 now yeah and most of them are replacements
1: right like all i know is dinosaur junior reunited and i got exactly what i wanted out of it dude i just saw mm. them a couple of months ago it was awesome yeah yeah i, so I still have never seen them
2: all right we should probably wrap this yes up. we this should long ass episode oh, a yeah. long episode uh we got about 17 minutes of butt crack andy at the beginning but to edit crack out. Andy. so there's that okay uh What do we have to, do we have anything to plug? I don't. Like, listen to this podcast. Listen to
0: this show. If you want to follow me on social media, you can, but I don't know how
2: much longer I'm going to keep my social media. Yeah. Follow me. Like, follow me around in person. Yeah. Come up say hi. Send me a letter. Yeah. 3727 West Magnolia Boulevard, number 1505, Burbank, California, 91505. I don't live there. Don't worry. Yeah. Uh, And, like, literally a letter, like, like, take one off of a sign. I've, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> send me one of those, like, cut letters out of a magazine. <laughs> yeah. And send me a fucking ransom note for That'd someone awesome. I don't know. Oh, my God. Fake ransom notes. Fake ransom notes. Send them to all of us, especially yeah. Buttcrack Andy.
0: And the nut
1: And
2: I'm an unidentified gravelly voice. You've been listening to podcast Uber What do you got to plug, That's the Andy? voice
1: in Buttcrack's head. <laughs> you can hear it, too. I don't have anything to plug. Oh, good.
2: I'm Travis. Nothing whatsoever.
1: Don't look uh, at me. I, I, I,
2: um,
1: <laughs> don't no, look I, at me. Don't talk to me. I don't fucking
0: know you. Please uh, add uh, the nutsack on all social media.
2: <laughs> <laughs> follow the nutsack. <laughs> if you want to know where the money is, follow the nutsack. <laughs> <laughs> that seems like a good place to end. Andy, say Goodbye.
1: Goodbye.
2: Travis, say goodbye.
0: This is the next time. Say goodbye. Goodbye, you fucking cunts.